Brighton at home, but they've got um, City have got Everton at home, so Everton's at home. I can't see Everton doing nothing. Yeah, but these things, fuck, yeah, you you proper fucked up. Liverpool was Liverpool was <laughs> Liverpool was two nil up. Yep, we drew to all. Yeah, West Ham was yep. two nil up. We fucking drew to all, and then we lost. We near one. We drew three all with Southampton, which we should have smashed them. Good old Arsenal supporters. The thing is though, with Arsenal, you love the team one minute and you'll turn. Like I've that. been on. I've been the same all the way through because I just see it coming. Yeah, but at least you got past Christmas. <laughs> Usually it's Christmas, right? Yeah. Christmas comes and you're like, yeah, fuck it, we'll give up the premiership. Yeah, cool. Look, guys, so um, I guess thank you firstly for taking time out of your day for coming and coming to see me today, Matt. Um, like I said to you before, it's quite casual, man. I mean, I've got some questions organised, as I always do, just because uh, <coughs> I'll start chatting shit otherwise. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's good to have a few questions. But um, as you know, this podcast is called Strength and Struggle. Um, so we like to have people come on who've been through all different journeys. And for people who are new to the podcast, um, obviously I've been through a journey and come out the other side and I feel I've become stronger and I feel people like Matt who've been through a different type of journey will let him say it in his own words but it's also come out with a different mentality on the other side but to summarise Matt I mean do you want to give a quick introduction who you are where you come from and what you're I mean so the overall story guys is Matt lost a shit load of weight yeah that's the yeah, overall yeah. story would you agree yeah yeah well 14 stones not <laughs> yeah yeah not yeah yeah shit load 14 stones 14 stones natural yeah fucking hell over how long uh two and a half years two and a half years yeah it's really good so um yeah so that's why we're here man so this guy um if you look at his I'll put his socials in the bottom of this uh of this description, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on Apple or Spotify. Uh, so have a look at his Instagram page um, and what he was like before and what he is now. Um, but yeah, let, let's take it to the beginning, Matt. So I guess what I wanted to really start where I wanted to start from is how you got there. Well, if you what? Know, how you got to that weight. How I got to 27 yeah, and a half so Yeah, so you start from where you want to start from, right? Well, it's a spiral, I think. I think yeah. um, it's you get habits and... Uh, the fact that I was getting myself into eating three, you know, three to four takeaways a day, I'd leave the house and grab a McDonald's or drive-through, you know, and then it'd be get to work, crisp sweets, junk food, and you know, it's sitting on me like I sit on my ass, I work in IT at my desk all day, yeah, you know that sort of thing, yeah, and then it's. Burger King, Kentucky Fried Chicken, McDonald's, <laughs> lunchtime. I thought I was just singing a song now. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I'm going to start doing a dance. Yeah. And um, it is, you know, it's so easy. You yeah. know, you open your app, yeah. deliver all these Just Eats yeah. on there. You can get it delivered to your desk, you know. Yeah. And every day I was doing the same thing. But then one of my um, addictions was alcohol. Okay. So I used to go home and then drink a bottle of rum every yeah. evening okay. after work. I'd you know, I'd be by the time I got home, I couldn't wait to get a you know get a drink. I felt yeah. like I needed that drink, yeah, yeah. and be a bottle of bottle of rum, dark rum every yeah. night with you know two liters of coke, three liters oh. of coke. So that was like sugar every night, yeah. And then it's a spiral. Get up, McDonald's, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then you just carry on, and it's sort of like you got. I didn't see that I was doing anything wrong. I yeah. felt like I was, you know, I felt to me that it was normal, yeah. And you know, I could see myself getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Clothes weren't fitting, so right, I'll get a bigger size. That's what it was, you know. But yeah, and then you're at the big man shop, in, yeah. you know, Giacomo. Yeah, Giacomo, yeah. or there's a shop in Rayleigh that does does, does big man clothes, yeah. and they start at like three XL. Oh bloody hell! And you know, then you're in four XLs, yeah. five XL t-shirts, and yeah. you think to yourself, right, didn't think nothing of it. And then it only happens. Uh, like my son was seven, and he comes home from school, says, "Dad, I need to talk to you." Upstairs, when he was upstairs and he was in his room, I said, What's the matter? He goes, said to me, Dad, are you going to die? Wow. And I literally, like, sang out of a film, I just froze. Yeah. I literally looked at him, yeah. what he just said to me. I said, Why am I going to die, Harrison? And he said, Because you're fat and your heart's going to, you know, you have a heart attack. Is that something you learned in school? Huh? Yeah. Where did, where, clever kid, where did, where did he? Yeah, in school. I was learning about the body at school yeah. and about healthy eating. And, you know, they do this thing now with yeah. the government, you know, they do this healthy eating scheme and about your body and, you know, how much sugar you should eat and how much this and that. And he obviously, it clicked that 
dad's at home every day eating what he wants and yeah. drinking this rum and he's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And bless him, he must have been really worried about me. Mm. Um, and I looked at him and I said to him, like, I just literally turned, turned away and walked out of the bedroom, yeah. went into my own room. Yeah. And I've got like a full like, floor to ceiling mirror and I just yeah. stood there and looked at myself. And I thought, what am I doing yeah, to yeah. myself? Yeah. Yeah. I got a daughter as well at the time. She was really young. Yeah. She was like two. What am I doing? And I've gone back into the room and I've looked at him and I was quite emotional. I felt quite choked up because he really did yeah, hit course. me. He hit me like a ton of bricks. Yeah, of course. I said to Harrison, I said, Look, I promise you, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get fit, healthy, and strong. And I'm gonna prove to you, you know, you know, anything's possible. And he's like, Oh yeah, Dad, I really want you to get healthy, like this sort of thing. And um and that was it. I uh, I joined the gym. This was like on a Monday. I joined the gym the next day on a Tuesday. Yeah. And I spoke to a few friends about where to go. And then um, my, yeah, my yeah. friend said to me, right, there's a gym for you. You're going to be a little, when you go in there, you're going to be a little bit nervous and yeah, yeah. this and that because, you know, you've never done it before. Yeah. And it looks a bit scary when you go in there because, you know, because I'd only ever looked at Fitness First once before. Yeah. I'd been in there and it's all commercial. It was all yeah, like yeah, very commercial, commercial gym. Yeah, of course. And uh, he took me to Rip Gym in Basildon and I opened the door, walked through. And all I could see was these great, huge geezers. <laughs> <laughs> Muscles bulging from everywhere. And all this, like, metal plates and yeah. weights everywhere. And <laughs> this, yeah, this metal machinery. I was thinking, what the, where am I? What yeah, am I yeah. doing here? Yeah. Anyway, he took me over and literally, as I walked through, I got to the counter. And I remember um, one of the guys I'm good friends with now, Billy, was on the counter. Yeah. And he's a lump. And he was the most kindest guy. You know, he's like, right, what are you, your first time here, yeah? And you, he goes, Matt will look after you, you know, because he knew Matt was going there. And then we went over and we done some movements, like some, we did some deadlifts or something. Yeah. And like, I loved it. I come out of there. Addicted. I loved it. And then I wasn't going to go again until like, with Matt yeah. in a few days' time. But I yeah. went the next day yeah. and then I went the next day and I went yeah. 755 days straight. Nice. Straight, wow. No rest, no nothing. Wow. Um, wow. And I, like, I, Weight was flying off me. I changed my food. Yeah, hadn't I didn't have a coach or trainer or nothing because I feel like if you want something bad enough, why do you need someone to tell you what to do? Yeah, if you can do it, yeah, and you know, the internet's out there. Yeah, you know, research. I, yeah, I just looked online, looked at research, food, and this and that, and just put my own plan together. Did my own thing. Wow. And and so um, that drinking a rum every night. Um, what what was there something that caused that? Drinking, do you reckon, or was that just a force of habit? What what sort of happened there? Okay, so the drinking, I think, was basically, I found it a comfort. I felt like I needed, I feel that I was depressed. Yeah. And I felt like I was in a bad, I don't know, I was in a bad way with myself. Um, and I feel like it was a release. Yeah. Because basically, it would shut out everything. Yeah, I, I mean, in the back of my mind, I knew I was overweight. I knew that I had a problem. I yeah. knew that I shouldn't be eating like this. I knew I shouldn't. Every time I tried to get clothes on, I didn't fit. I was out of breath just going upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Hot and sweaty all the time. You know, it's disgusting, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew that it was the wrong thing. But having that drink, you just switches off. Yeah, and you're like, well, let's reset and let's go again. And then, you know, you have a drink and then you order a takeaway yeah, about yeah, every yeah, fucking yeah. evening. Yeah, it's, just a, it's just a bad um, cycle, in it? Yeah. Like, drinking. Um, because, I mean, look, I was a bad Muslim before. Um and I know that cycle of you drink, then next day you get up, hungover, breakfast is bad, lunch is bad, dinner's bad. It's just the way it goes, and it becomes a vicious cycle. Yeah, of course. And so did you just knock the alcohol on the head from there, or was it? Yeah. So how did no, you I went stop cold, it? No, I went cold turkey, and it was quite tough, okay. to be fair, because I remember actually getting pins and needles like a few days after. Oh, really? I remember getting pins and needles in my fingers. Oh, wow. Um, like, I was getting hot and sweaty all the time i felt like i needed a drink um i was getting really shaky yeah um and i mean i suppose probably not the right way of doing it just, just stop drinking like that straight away but it was the way i dealt with things um it's the way i did it and yeah i've not really looked back i mean i don't really drink at all now i didn't drink at all in that 755 days That's I good, man. didn't drink at all and then it was only last year we went to holiday to greece um i had a couple of drinks on holiday mm. I only needed two. I felt yeah. it didn't do me any favours, I must admit. I think my body just rejected it. it I felt rough. Yeah, felt ill. Like. 
And um, I've tried to, I had another drink since then and I felt ill again. So I thought maybe he's telling me, you know, yeah, don't, don't do it. Yeah, don't get back into it. Yeah. You're not a smoker. No, I don't smoke. That's no. good, man. That's really good. And um, how does your, or how do your kids and family look at you now since then? Yeah, my uh, my daughter sort of only really knows the slimmer me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, yeah, daddy's got muscles. Daddy's like this. She's like, daddy's Superman. To muscle her. Guy, yeah. You know, my son, he's over the moon with what I've done and how how I've, you know, how I've become and how I've changed and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and my wife feels like she's, feels like she's got a new husband. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, she feels like she's got a totally different guy. So, it's good. so it's, um, yeah, it's good all around. I mean, uh, it's one of those things like, you know, you don't know, you don't see it until you, you do it sort of thing. But Absolutely. now I've done it, I'm like, it's it's amazing how I feel, how much energy I've got, how much more, yeah, yeah. how much more drive and determination and how much, you know, you know, it's, yeah, how much more respect life as well, to be yeah. honest. It, it becomes addictive as well because I said to you earlier, um, I went through a similar journey myself and lost a lot of weight before I got ill. And it became addictive, man. Like the macro counting, the micro counting, Micro macros, protein, fats, carbs. You get addicted to it doing gym twice a day. Yeah. If you don't go, you feel ill. Yeah, yeah. You just feel like something's missing. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's feeling. not a bad thing to be addicted to, though. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. there's so much worse things you could be addicted to yeah, than me. being healthy. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of the most, um, like, since I lost the weight, yeah. and I, I went on stage last year. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. so I went on to How do that. That was that was really yeah I was nervous but different was, yeah. yeah different out of my comfort zone but you only grow if you go out outside your comfort zone if yeah. you sit in your comfort zone saying I can't do this I can't do that you're never going to grow you're never yeah. going to push forward so yeah. for me that was my step you know out of the comfort zone yeah. getting up on that stage and taking the first place position did you get, did you get first place yeah one wow first place well done man was for me yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was amazing. Um, and, you know, I was holding it together because my son and my daughter was, they the judges, they went down to where the judges were sitting and they were on the table with them. Oh, really? So okay. they got down there and I looked down and my daughter was holding a sign saying, Daddy, we love you. And, <laughs> Come on. Like, called him a name. And I like trying not to choke, choke up on the stage. Yeah. I could see them in the crowd. And I said to Harrison, see, son, anything's possible. And he turns around and he says to me, Dad, the only reason you're up there is because of me. <laughs> <laughs> How old is he? He's, he's he's a ten now. Yeah, yeah. mate. These kids these days, you can't <laughs> <laughs> trust me. Different generation, mate. Yeah, different generation. So it's it's quite it's quite like you know it's real really. But he's yeah. right in a way. He's he is right. absolutely. He did. Bless him, man. He's gonna remember that for the rest of his life. Like, Daddy, listen to me. Maybe you don't listen about anything else. <laughs> like him wanting the Xbox and PlayStation, but that one little thing will definitely stick with him. No, definitely. So um, that's good, man. And I, I mean, that that gave you the spark. Your son, bless him, gave you that spark at the beginning. How did you stay motivated throughout then? Like throughout that, because you must have had like t- everyone gets temptations, right? Yeah, like, of course. Your, your mates calls you, like yeah, you're gonna yeah. go out. We're you doing this tonight, or yeah. you know that. Like, what is it? What do they call it? Fear of missing out. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's I've like. Enough. I think my body had so much of like indulging. It, yeah. Yeah. It didn't really need any more. But Jay, what I would say to you is, I would say that you must agree with this. But I feel that um, motivation can only take you so far. Yeah. It's the discipline that keeps you going. Yeah. The discipline. Well said. Will get you going. You know. So if you, if, if at the end of the day you haven't got that discipline, you're never going to get nowhere because the motivation only lasts so long. Mm. Um, you need that discipline to carry on going and that's basically what it was mm. it was like I got regimented with what I was doing Yeah. so the dis- obviously I could hear my son's voice in my head yeah, and look back at the photos and they would always give me you know, a kick up the arse to say yeah. look I don't want to go back to this, this place again and I remember how dark it was there mm. so um, yeah but now I've got that discipline in, and I've got that I've got that motivation and drive and everything else I feel like you know you do feel a bit unstoppable once you get to that. You know, yeah. it's a good thing. Like, yeah, yeah, do you know what I mean? You want to be, I would love to push that to everyone else, do you know? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, you hear it all the time, man. People say, oh, I can't do this, I can't do that. Have you tried? No. Yeah. Have you done it? Have you tried it for three weeks consistently? No. You know, they come up with every excuse under the sun and you think to yourself, you feel like getting hold of them and shaking them and say, look, you don't realise what you've got. You've got life here, you know what I mean? Exactly. And you're ruining it. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's precious, you know, you need to, you know, take care of it. So um, what I'd say to people is, you know, don't say you can't do something until you've tried it. 
and properly tried it. I mean, consistently tried it. Yeah. You know what I mean, that's one of them things. It is absolutely, and I agree because, um, again, taking not taking it back to myself, but you people they do gym for like a week, two weeks, then they fall off again, or do it for like three weeks, and these yo-yo diets things, right? You have to stay consistent with it. I, I noticed that as well. Um, if you're going to do it, you have to do it properly all the time. And like you said before, there's so much YouTube out there now and Google. and yeah. You can just you get stuff on the internet what to do. Yeah. Everyone wants results in like a week. It doesn't have been a week now, does yeah. it? Yeah. So they go home, they go to the gym yeah. on day one and they come home and they look at themselves in the mirror and they go, nothing's changed. And then they go back to the mirror four days later and nothing's changed. Yeah. And then they're thinking, well, it's not working. Yeah. But if you stick to that, goal and you did it consistently over three months four months and you went back to that mirror you'd see changes yeah absolutely and i think the other thing also is that the, the people think that you work a certain muscle to get rid of a certain fat somewhere yeah, yeah. like for example you know better than me the the, the baby the belly fat is the hardest like, yeah yeah there's no exercise you can do yeah, in the yeah. world just just oh, do your yeah. belly oh yeah you have to do everything of course. It's one of the things where you, you see people trying to sell these tablets or this this will burn belly fat fast. Do 100 crunches, it's no. going to burn this and that. It doesn't do nothing. No. At the end of the day, you can't say, oh, okay, I want to lose the belly fat mm. and target the belly fat because yeah. it's not going to happen. Yeah. I remember when I was when I was losing the weight, I was losing it off my face and then I would lose it off my like chest and my yeah. arms and the, the, the belly was still there. Yeah, 100%. And then it was weird. It was like all of a sudden it then started coming off the belly. There you go. It just took yeah, time. It time. Um, and there's no, there's no specific exercise. The belly is the killer, man. The belly is always the killer. Just, yeah. It doesn't go. You always hear it, don't you? People say, I want to lose, I want to lose off my belly. You can't. You can't target that you area. To, you have to do your whole body. That's it. And that's why I, mean, I don't know about you, but I love circuits. I'm a circuit man. So Tabatas, uh, all that sort of stuff. I used to do a lot of those. What did you find work for you? Was it? Mine was weights, yeah. Weights. I didn't really do no circuits. I mean, I did do a few circuits with my friend a few times because yeah. He yeah, he'd set up like battle ropes and then, yeah. um, you know, the walks with the, the suitcase carry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that sort of stuff. And his guy, he's got a big garden. We used to do that yeah, yeah, on yeah. Sundays. That was quite, quite challenging. Because yeah. you, you did a lot of it during COVID as well, right? Yeah, yeah, in COVID. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I was in my garden. Yeah. I was all over the country getting weights and bits and pieces. Yeah. Not that most people should have been out. Paying double the price. Yeah, double double the price. <laughs> I did the same. I built so my expensive. Gym. I built my gym during COVID. And, um, Lucky I dusted off my roller skates. That's my biggest... Yeah, I see, yeah, I see you roller skating on your story. Yeah, that's my biggest like, thing. That lost me loads of weight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I've done a bit of roller skates. It's hard work, man. Yeah. If people think, oh, you're on your skates, it's cheating. No, you're mate, no, no, it's hard. You've got to use your core to stay up. You've got your yeah, balance, your arms, right. your legs, your, everything. Trust me now, yeah, I've done roller skating. Roller skating is fucking hard. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. It's hard. Yeah, you get your heart rate up to like 150 yeah, beats a minute. It's so used... difficult. In, during lockdown, I got up to like 12 mile skates. <laughs> 12 miles? On my skates, yeah. It got to the stage where people were bibbing me because they'd seen me on my routine every day. Oh, is it? That's good. <laughs> and they'd be, out in their, they'd be out in their car and they'd go, there's that lunatic again on these skates. Roller and they'd boy. Give, give me a little bib and, you know, it's quite it's quite funny, actually. But, my, see, my thing was bicycles. I was, I'm a cyclist. Yeah, yeah. So I used to do like 30, 40 miles. I've done an 80 mile cycle through Essex, up towards Onga, like all up there, okay, back yeah, around. Yeah. To Chigwell and all that. So, um, yeah, my thing was bicycles. But, yeah, roller skating, hats off to you, man. Fuck that. Those missions, yeah. Yeah, I ain't doing that. No way. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, what, what are some of the biggest challenges you think you faced on the way to this? I mean, um, yeah. obviously, apart from the usual takeaways, oh, daddy, come and get a takeaway. And, yeah. Or the wife saying, oh, I can't bother to cook. Just yeah. get a takeaway. Yeah, yeah. Those sort of challenges. Apart from that, what, what do you think were the well, biggest challenges for you? thing was, with the, the takeaway side of it, we I set a rule to the kids because I didn't want them all to miss out. So yeah. I said that we're going to have a takeaway every Saturday. Yeah, okay. And that's what I did. Every Saturday night, yeah. I'd have a takeaway still. Even when I was at my biggest, I still had a takeaway every night because yeah. I knew that it was something to look forward to. Yeah. And it was... A, it was every a, night or every week? Every weekend. Okay. Yeah, every weekend. So every Saturday night, yeah. we'd have a takeaway on Saturday yeah. night as a family. So and was that, that your one, one cheat meal? Was that your cheat meal, would you say? Yeah, it was like a cheat meal, yeah. Yeah, basically. okay. So I'd have my planned meal and then that would be my cheat meal. Yeah. yeah. But my challenge-wise, um, it's most probably when you hit the brick wall. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's my biggest challenge because that messes with your head. Yeah. So you, all of a sudden, you're on this like downward slope when the weight's coming off. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's like someone's, you know... Yeah. Stop. Yeah, just bang, <laughs> knocks you over and you don't seem to move anymore. Yeah. And then it'd be like one week it's the same and then the following week it's still the same and the weight's not shifted. 
And then you think to yourself, start doubting yourself, and you go, well, is this, you know, stop working, what do yeah. I do? And you start panicking, and then you start... But you just need to stay consistent with it. And I yeah. keep saying that word consistent yeah, because yeah. that's what will get you through it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, I stay consistent, and then all of a sudden, I think it was like the fourth week, I hadn't lost anything. I think when I went weighed on the, on the fifth week, all of a sudden, I smashed the barrier by about six pounds, and then it just carried off coming off again. But that was mentally, that was that was tough. Was that was that a change in your something in your diet, or was that just case? Yeah, of... Nothing really changed. I just feel like the body just sort of was having so, a little moment to itself, yeah. hang on to what it was doing from. Yeah. To readjust itself for a bit, yeah, yeah. it's his way of. I don't know. It was just it's what happened. I mean, I know a lot of people have the same thing where they sort of hit a, hit a barrier and yeah. then they sort of feel like they're not moving, so they feel like, okay, we will just give up. It's true. You just it's need hard. to keep on knocking on the door. You know, when you break through it. Yeah, because you get because uh, yeah, you get to that stage where the the scales look are the same. Yeah. And I mean, my my thoughts on it is stop getting on the scales and just start looking at the mirror. Yeah, yeah, and your clothes. Because oh, I got to, I remember, I don't know if you agree, but I got to a stage where I was still losing weight, but the scales weren't changing. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. what I found is I would walk into there and walk into Top Man, you know, Top Man clothes are all like fucking yeah, like yeah. skin tight. I was like, right, let me try a top on, try it on, it'll fucking fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I was like, yeah, okay, it's working. Yeah, yeah. I use clothes as my steps in yeah. the process. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what I do now. Like a lot of times, if you do measurements, you see your measurements are changing. Yeah. But your weight might stay the same. Yeah. It's because this, you know, I I don't really like the scales now. I, I do still weigh in once a week, but that's only for my own peace of mind because yeah. I'm doing a bulk at the minute, trying to put a bit of weight back on. The muscle <laughs> to Good to, times. To, yeah, turn to muscle. That's what I'm trying to do. That's why. That's why he wanted a burger after this rather than the healthy. I was like, should I get um, chicken and rice for dinner? He's like, no, nah, burgers, mate, burgers. That's why I know now. I'm burger King. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, they should call me Burger King. That was my go-to. Oh, burgers, yeah. Burgers, yeah. Yeah, good old burgers. <laughs> and I'm talking about burgers from a nutrients point of view. Did you do anything specific with your food? I mean, everyone talks about chicken and brown rice and vegetables and broccoli for meal preps. Did did you do the whole meal prep thing? I did meal prep, but I yeah. didn't. I weren't always brown rice and chicken and all yeah. that. It was yeah. turkey meatballs. Oh, turkey meatballs. <laughs> yeah, it was tur- even healthier. Yeah, I had turkey meatballs and I had them in like some tomato, like passage sauce. Your go-to. Yeah, okay. And then I'd have them with potatoes or like. So I feel like potatoes. You get more potatoes. Yeah. Than you can rice, so yeah, yeah. I'd stick with potatoes. Yeah. And I would do rice um, and pasta. Really, sometimes pasta. Well, what's your thoughts on that? So, um, I mean, it's age old tackled is people always talk about brown rice white rice brown bread white bread you know what i mean all that sort of shit i mean i found personally it makes no fucking difference brown or white <laughs> brown, no brown, di- brown or white <laughs> yeah. don't make no difference it <laughs> doesn't I mean? make no difference i don't feel it either do you know what i mean i've had when i was uh, on plan and stuff like that to get yeah. my show i was eating a mixture of everything yeah it didn't yeah. make no difference i mean i was even getting leaner and leaner yeah the only one thing i would say i didn't really eat a lot of was bread Yes, I don't really eat a lot of bread because yeah. bread for me, like some people can eat bread yeah. and they're fine with it. Other people like myself, if I eat bread, I get quite... Um, Stodgy. Yeah, it's like I get like indigestion with bread. Yeah. And I just don't feel that great after eating bread. Um, but yeah, if you can eat bread and get away with it, then yeah, eat it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I just don't feel great after eating bread. Yeah, I guess. Oh yeah, I love bread, man. I'm sorry. Oh, like, even after pasta, like scooping up the pasta sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. So why it's the same. But, but yeah, because bread's the one thing I, me and my wife always say about it. We struggle to cut out of our diets, but yeah, I guess one of those things. Okay, cool. That's food. So let's talk about um, social in terms of your group. How's your How's your group of friends and family changed? Has it changed? You reckon? Has it? Affected? I'd say yeah. I'd say it's changed a yeah. lot more. In what way? Um, I'd say my friends that I see a lot more of now are more. I don't know. They're more like on the same sort of wavelength as me. Is in like the gym, healthy yeah. eating. Have you cut people out? Well, I feel like a few pe- friends that I would have seen before because they're always, every time we've seen it, we relied on having a, like, a drink and good time. Food, yeah, basically. Yeah, uh, I just feel like that, that worked for me. I had to, you know, I didn't want to go down that route because I knew that if I got back on the drink and I only end up in, back to where I started. And I'm not into playing snakes and ladders, you know what I mean? It's just to fight that game. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just when you think you're getting somewhere, you're back to square one again. <laughs> uh, I, did, I mean, so how how important was that external 
um, support system to you, though? Did you have an external support system apart from your immediate um, kids and wife? Supportive at work. Um, and then, obviously, people I met from the, through the gym as well. Um, and then, obviously, my wife was amazing all the way through it. She's yeah. supported me all the way through it because, like, I've been moody as well. You know what Is I mean? It? You can't away with your food and stuff like that. <laughs> Prepping for stage. I've been, you know been an arse at times but yeah. it's just part of your thing yeah. what's, what's that like prepping for stage is it, is it like uh, is it a madness it is madness yeah it's is tough. it because you know, they start you off with loads of food yeah you, you... How, what, over what period are you preparing for a show well my show was quite well say quite quick I've done mine over about 20 weeks okay that is quick yeah mine quick but the likes of some of the other guys in there they'll do it over you know a lot longer period but my yeah. one because I only decided I was going to do the stage as a last minute thing yeah yeah um they sort of start you off on a, a certain amount of calories and then they cut you right back, strip you right down. And it's all the things you like to eat in that bulk, all of the, they sort of remove them out. So you start losing all your nice things. And uh, it's fucking hell. Getting a bit, and then on the morning of the morning of the show, yeah, you, you know, stuff you can't really eat much. Yeah, you know, sips of water. Yeah, well, you have a coffee or whatnot. But yeah. did you have someone with? Did you have someone with you to do all this? Or? Yeah, so I I done all my weight loss myself. Yeah, of course. So I lost the, the I lost thirteen stone two on my own. Yeah, and then the last little bit I had I was with um Haley, um which was extreme coaching. Okay. Um, um, yeah. I'll, put, I'll put a link in the description yeah, below. So she, well, yeah, yeah Hayley, she was my coach for that part of the um, my, to get me on stage. Yeah, and yeah, she was brilliant. She come, she actually came up to the to the place where we was, we was in Kent, Margate. She came there in the morning. Yeah, and you know went through everything with me. What I should be eating, what I should be doing. Because I don't have a clue about that sort of thing. I didn't go in it to get on stage. I go in it to lose weight. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's an added bonus that. Uh, I did the stage and then, you know, yeah. actually the stage thing was pretty mad because um, when I actually walked out on stage, yeah. literally everyone, when they saw my before and after photos, the whole place. Oh, they showed on a big screen? Yeah, they showed my before photo on, right. the, back, on the big screen. That's why you got first place, man, imagine. And when I came out, I was, <laughs> as I was now, the whole place erupted. Even the like, judges were standing up, yeah. clapping and like, yeah. cheering. I couldn't believe it. I yeah. didn't know, I just... Actually, a bit of my routine went out of my head because everyone was so distracted. Yeah, yeah, because you have to do a certain poses, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 you know, in, left, in oh, middle. Oh, yeah, okay. Like, turn around and then yeah. back out again. I was yeah. like, yeah, so emotional. But, yeah, yeah. you done yeah. well, man. Well done, man. I mean, it takes a certain mindset to be able to get on that stage in the first place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you must be shitting bricks before you go on. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Is it? It's weird, though, because then as soon as you get out on the stage, all them fears you had yeah, disappear. Yeah, yeah. So I'm at the stage now where I've actually started coaching people myself. Yeah, okay. So I like looking after people as well. Yeah. So I've got my own app and everything now. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah, so it's all good. Um, and if you don't mind me asking, the fact the fact that was lost, because you get a lot of loose skin. Did yeah. you have anything done? Yeah, so my loose skin, I had my loose skin removed. Um, when was that? It was it would have been two years ago. Okay. Yeah, two years ago I had my skin removed because yeah. where obviously I was so big, no matter what you do, you ain't going to get... That no, skin's not going to... It's been stretched out for so long, it's yeah. never going to go nowhere. No. And it was getting to the stage, and then when I was putting jeans and stuff on, it was getting caught in my jeans, I was getting oh. infections in it, it was getting cut. Because it yeah. it's like a like walking around with a plastic bag hanging there for your fjords. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, cause I'm guessing... Like, without getting yeah. graphic, but oh, it was yeah. just hanging down, like... Yeah, just hanging down the yeah. skin. It's just yeah. awful, really. And how... What's that? Because I've always wanted to know what's that procedure like? Was well, if you don't yeah, want me no, asking, no, no, of course. Yeah. Basically, um, yeah, I went to I had done in the UK. I know yeah. a lot of people go abroad and stuff. Turkey, I've, I've, yeah, I've heard some. Uh, I've seen some great results from Turkey, and yeah. I've seen some really yeah. bad results. Turkey bodies, yeah, like the one with the the woman that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had an instrument know, yeah. instrument left inside her. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, they push you off, <laughs> didn't it? You know, I'd rather pay a few. Fuck, fuck that. Pay a bit more money. Don't um, be tight, you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had mine done in. I had mine done in uh, Southend. Had it done at the Wellesley. Even, even worse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had done at the Wellesley there, and. Uh, yeah, it was all straightforward, really. Okay. I mean, private. Yeah, private. Yeah. yeah, I remember waking up afterwards, and you like you can't really move. Yeah, like, yeah. And but when the surgeon actually, I got the surgeon to film it. 
Okay. And it's on my page as well, guys. So you're gonna, Is it? Yeah, it's oh, on my page. That. The whole no, procedure's right. on, my, on my page. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm, I'm screamish. Uh, yeah. Mr. Riggs 1, if you want to have a look at my procedure <laughs> oh, from start to finish. Is it, is it actually from start to finish? Yeah, even even when they're in fit, I, when they're taking the skin off, inside, under my skin, oh, everything's on there. Oh, my God. I will not be putting a link to that in my description. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, and um, he sent me in. Uh, as I just woke up, he was on yeah. my phone. I opened my phone and uh, he was on there. Yeah. And I looked at my skin and stuff they removed and the, how I looked and I literally like so like feel like it was that last part of the journey like the, as in a tick yeah. tick because yeah, yeah. I felt like I knew it was going to be painful it yeah. was painful how, how long did it take you to recover? I, where I was so like, I had so much discipline and so motivated and determined I was trying to get up and walk like and walk around like within yeah. the first couple of days <laughs> and um, Mad, I remember man. within sort of seven days I was out walking like three four miles you're not meant to be no, it wasn't meant to be. And I started getting um like water build up underneath from where you had the operation and it's like water and blood. And yeah. then I remember being in agony with it. And because I was posting it on my social media, I got I got a message from a doctor. Mr. Reeves, you dickhead. I don't advise you to be walking for miles. <laughs> you fucking in. Yeah. Um in the first week, you're meant to be resting. Um anyway. Did I listen? No. And then I ended up having to go back to the hospital and have all the fluid drained off because it literally I hadn't listened and it just, yeah, something went wrong. Listen yeah. to your doctor, mate. Yeah. So I didn't, yeah, and then I rested for a bit, which was tough. Yeah. That was another medal block. Really. But again, yeah, I can imagine. But I looked at your pictures and you don't see no, it's good, you don't see no scars or anything. Because I was really, really low down, yeah. I'd really low down, are Yeah, so, but no, it's all, it's all there. <laughs> Yeah, definitely listen, take some, take the advice. Yeah, it's a good reminder of what you do for your wrist, scars, few scars, this is true, like, that, that's what I had, and this is yeah, yeah. where I am now. Yeah, so can you think of any significant milestones that you hit during your journey? The weight is obviously a, a, an obvious one, but was you also tracking like the weights you were lifting? Because you said you've done a lot of weights, right? Yeah, yeah. So weight was obviously weight, getting to a certain weight. I mean, anything significant you can think of that you're trying to hit that you got to? Yeah, so like basically, obviously, I was each time trying to make, you know, beat your next PB. Like I never yeah. picked up a weight in my life. Yeah, so yeah. I just go in there and then go from lifting nothing to be able to do like, I don't know, even if I was trying to do 15 kilo dumbbell press, yeah. then 20s, and then I got all the way up to like 42 yeah. kilo dumbbells, um, which I don't do anymore. Cause actually 42? Yeah. Doing what? Shoulder, chest, chest? No, like, yeah, chest. chest yeah, 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 yeah. But then I had my shoulder, so I stopped, <laughs> stopped doing that. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah, from that. But yeah, you know, I say obviously the weight is much pretty, I never planned on getting as lean as I got. Yeah. Because in my mind, I thought to myself, well, I'm 27 and a half stone, if I can get 20 stone, I'll be all right. <laughs> How big were you, 21? 27. Fuck off. And a half, yeah, 27 points. 27 and stone And what are you two. now? Uh, well, I got down to 13 stone too. Fucking stage. Yeah. So um, I thought to myself... Guy, guy, guy just, just think about that for a second though. 20, that's a big, you're a big boy, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Okay, guys, yeah. sorry. At a moment now. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I thought to myself, well, if I can get down to the 20 stone, yeah, yeah, then I'll be all right. I've got you know, seven stone. That's not to be like sniffed yeah. at. So I thought, well, but then I got down to that weight quite quickly. And then I thought, well, let's get, see if I can get down, you know, a bit more. Yeah. If I can lose another couple of stone. And yeah. I got to 10 stone off. Yeah. And I was like, well, still going here. Well, let's crack on. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. So then, I, you know, I got down to, I mean, I the fir- got to 13 stone and then I think the last stone was the hardest to, to oh, shift. Really? Um, but obviously, I've started putting weight back on there because I've been, like, over the last sort of year or so. Yeah, you're, you're bulking now, anyway, aren't you? Yeah, I've been trying to put some muscle, make some muscle. Because I looked, I looked, I had stripped all the fat away and I looked quite, late, like, quite, I don't know, I was skinny. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't, I wanted to get a bit of size, a bit of muscle as well. Yeah. Didn't want to look like a twig. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> Missed every single leg there possible. <laughs> <laughs> and how's it? How's the fat loss um, impacted other areas of your life? Um, we obviously spoke about the social group has changed. That's fine. Yeah. But in terms of like, you married? You say you're married. How long have you married for? I've been married since. Uh, well, I've been with my wife since I was thirteen. Good question, mate. Can you remember? I don't. Even, I don't even be married. <laughs> 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 Where's your anniversary date? Where's your anniversary date? <laughs> 
actually on my arm. 15 foot long toes off. Yeah. Do you know what? You say that, yeah, I was shit with dates, right? So my left arm, fucking my left arm, I had um, my son's date of birth, my wife's date of birth as well. Because I've got, I never used to, I used to go, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, no, I'm shit with dates. Yeah, so how long have you been married, mate? Yeah, since uh, 20, 20, 2009. 2009. Yeah, so 20 or. Uh, well, a long time. Yeah, long time. Yeah, yeah, so let's just go with long time, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll edit that a bit out depending on how much you pays me. Um, so yeah, so how has it impacted your? I guess I'm gonna say it bl- I'm gonna say it bluntly, your sexual life. Oh yeah, uh, like, you must have changed. Oh yeah, yeah, it's like massively, isn't it? Yeah. It's a massive difference. I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, man's, man's, man's found new positions he never knew of. Yeah, that's it. You know, he can see his willy now. Oh, yeah, oh, that's grown. <laughs> that's grown. <laughs> I was gonna come on to that. We'll come on to that in a second. Yeah, it's like your sexual life obviously must have improved. You? Oh yeah, yeah, massively. Obviously, yeah. like. Mate, my stu- yeah, my stomach was always getting away. Yeah, of course. Awkward. Yeah. I mean, it's not, you know, it's like having a fucking rhino land on top of you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Your wife must be so happy with us with that, mate. Yeah. She thinks, thank God, we can do something else other than doggy. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, I mean, it's one of them things, you know, it's, it's massively improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I, you don't have to do that. I'm not saying this in a bad way or in a way to get him in trouble, but you must find if you get a lot more looks now than he was before in terms of from girls and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, I've, I, yeah, I've, yeah. I, mean, I know, I've, your wife's going to think the same anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. It's going to happen no, naturally. No, definitely, but... I mean, how does that make you feel? Yeah, it's a nice feeling, Yeah, but then I also you're feel... You're a bloke, you're a bloke in there, Yeah, mate. but then I also feel like you can do one because, you know, the only person that's been there for yeah, me quite, the whole time is my wife. Yeah, of so, course, yeah, of course. the only person that's supported me is my wife and... When I was at the biggest, um, where now she still supports me the same as when I was at, yeah, absolutely. you know, Love, so yeah. all the way through, she's absolutely. been there in my rock. So, wives, mate, they're something different. I mean, look at me, and my one stuck around. Um, yeah, wives are another story. This, yeah, they were dickheads basically. Girls, the ladies, are just something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you get one, keep them definitely. So, yeah, no. Um, and it sounds like you've been with your wife even when you were big and now you're smaller. Yeah, since I was you're 13. So. You're since you're 13. Who's the Peter? You or her? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> her. <laughs> um, okay, so what what habits and routines do you, do you now have that are different from before? Like, before you would have done certain things. Like, before you go out now, for example, like me, when I go out now, if I know I'm going to be out, I don't want to rely on takeaways. So I'll, I will pack a sandwich that I know I've made and I know what's in it. So little things like that. So what's changing your life? Can you think of things that Yeah, obviously my meal prep, I prep yeah, my food. Yeah. That's changed. I've never yeah. done that before. Yeah. Like you say, if you haven't got your food, then you end up going to eat yeah, rubbish. It's too so, easy, mate. Yeah. So that's what I do now. I prep all my food on a Sunday. You know, that's done for the week. Um, and then maybe a little midweek top up, but mm. so my food's always prepped, which I never would have done before. Yeah, I always, you know, make sure I got my water bottle with mm. me, and like I got, you know, plenty of fluid because you know that's one of the things I never would have done before. It'd have just been drinking coke or crap. Pick up coke. That's that shit is poison, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know your wife. You see, we won't say where she works because it's going on YouTube. But um, yeah, those the, the drinks just generally are just. Uh, my kids, believe it or not, haven't touched one fizzy drink. Yeah, yeah. Like my son maybe had a Fanta like once, and my wife went mad. I gave him the Fanta because <laughs> I was like, "Man, let him fucking live once." I gave him Red Bull as well, and um, but my kids don't drink fizzy drinks. Like, I put it into them. Do not yeah. fizzy drinks are the devil. Yeah, yeah. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, they are. They are addictive. Yeah, I mean, I don't really drink them now. Yeah, exactly. But if I want something fizzy, I just have like um, like, like San Pellegrino water or something. Posh. Yeah. He's posh. He's posh. <laughs> that's, what, that's when you work in Epping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he works in Epping, but asking where he lives. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, next question. <laughs> um, cool. And, and did you do the whole? Um, uh, did you, do you track your macros and macros? Not really. Really? No, I didn't track none of that stuff. I just did the by calories. You did this, and so all I did was I just basically say so it was all on my own back, so I didn't have a clue about my macros and all that. All I did was my fitness pal originally, yeah, and I just put in there what I wanted to, you know, what I wanted to weigh, yeah. And then I every week I would upload my photos, what I took photos of myself each week, and um, I'd just put track my food in there till I got to the calories that I'd set myself. So I looked online, I saw that I, you know, a man should be in two and a half thousand calories, so I said to myself, well. 
All right, let's cut off 700 off that. So, wait, what, 1,000? So, I was eating, like, 1,700 calories. That's, yeah, fucking, that's, yeah, that's low. Yeah, and then, basically, that's what I did. Because mine was 2-1. Yeah, it's 1,700 calories, and that's what, and I was training, so it's falling off me. Yes, good. So, so I guess the lesson to learn from there is, guys, everyone talks about micros, macros, you need to pay 50 quid a week to a fucking nutritionist. Fuck it, you can do it yourself. You can do it yourself. You can do it yourself. You can do anything you want yourself. Yeah. You don't need to pay no one anything. If no. you've got the right drive and you've got the right discipline, you can achieve anything. Yeah, exactly. There's no one can tell you you can't do something yeah. because you can. And, and what about, um, like, for the viewers, like protein shakes and... Pre-workouts and the BCAAs and fucking Vitamin yeah. FZ and X and fucking, you know what I mean? Any of that? Um, I do take um, uh, essential amino acids, that's the EAAs. Yeah. I have that during my workout. I don't yeah. know if it does anything. I'm not going <laughs> to... That's what I mean. I just like the flavour of the one I have. <laughs> it's better than having water when I try it's that, it's that. What's that? What do you call it? That mind effect? The yeah. Placebo? Yeah, yeah. So... Whether it does anything, I don't know. But I have like the pineapple, like pineapple one. It's just yeah. nice flavour when I'm training. Yeah. Protein shakes. I do like protein shakes. I have that every morning. I have oats with water. Oh, you do, you do a shake? Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I, no, I put the uh, protein powder in my oats. Yeah. So I have like cho- chocolate oats or whatever flavour oats. Gosh, yeah. That's basically it's getting my protein in as well. Yeah. And I do like, do quite rely on the protein powder to yeah. get a bit of protein in. Did you do any um, intermittent fasting? No, I've never done it. Never done You heard of intermittent fasting? Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah. guy my work does, he doesn't eat. I do it as well. He, he doesn't eat nothing until two o'clock. And then, okay. and then he don't, and then he won't eat anything later than seven, I think. Yeah, see, my one is I finish at, I stop eating at seven in the evening and I won't eat until midday the next day. So the hardest bit for that of that is, is um, the if you watch a film in the evening, yeah, yeah. eat a fucking popcorn or <laughs> fucking, yeah, like, well, you want a snack on that, we can only drink water or yeah, yeah. anything zero calories. So um, I think I think that would be quite well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the... Um, I mean, some people say it's good for, you know, repairing your body. Yeah, it is, yeah. It helped me a lot at the beginning. I did it for about six months at the beginning when I lost the weight. And um, it just, just, again, it's that discipline thing. Like, I felt like if I don't do it, like, I'm going to eat shit. Yeah. But it stopped me eating shit. And when I open my fast at 12 till 7, uh, I almost don't have enough time to eat shit. Yeah, Because yeah. I'm trying to make up the 2,100 calories. Yeah, yeah. So I was on two one, not one seven. That's fucking low one seven. So I was on two thousand one hundred. So even making up two, it was so fucking hard. So um, that's what I mean, guys. You don't need to do all that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, a good example of that. Just keep it simple if you need to. But I think you get to a point where, like, like where you're now, a little tinkering you have to do now to be more specific to yeah, get yeah. the weight off. Yeah. I mean, do you have a PT now? No. No, you're just doing it yourself. Just doing it myself. So what? You get, what's Chris has Chris coaching fit into this? Oh, I just know him from the gym. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, fine. yeah, I know okay. him from the gym, yeah. So okay. he used to work at the gym, and yeah. then I've met him at the gym and stuff okay. like that. But he, he's a part of um, Extreme Nutrition, um, yeah, Extreme Coaching. Okay. And uh, basically, Hayley's a part of that same. Okay, okay. So same, yeah, she's it. like a trainer there as well. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, okay. that's basically the... And, and I see your Fat to Fit t-shirt. Yeah. Talk about what's that, your brand? Yeah. It? So basically, it was just I started it off um, Fat to Fit. Um, I created it for myself, really. I just basically done myself a T-shirt with it on. It's my own logo I designed. And I thought I wouldn't say it to just give me a little bit. It was basically, I was lacking a little bit of my like, drive one day. And I thought, well, maybe if I put, make myself a little, something stupid, like a T-shirt or something. Yeah, yeah. That is something that I can then, you know, be proud of wearing. And then it might give me, I don't know, you try everything, don't you? Yeah, you do, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, give me a little bit more courage or whatever, motivation. So I made a T-shirt up, went to the gym in it. And then people was asking me, oh, where would you get a T-shirt from? I said it's like my t-shirt and then they oh can I get one like, and it was a case of making t-shirts so yeah. selling them hoodies jumpers that sort of thing Yeah. and it's just then I decided to do my coaching fact to fit coaching which is um, got an app on the app store and iStore and everything else link in a bio again and uh, products you got products uh, like Obviously, like clothes wise, like yeah. yeah, I think you mentioned plates. You got plates. Oh yeah, yeah. I was a one for myself. Yeah, I done myself. That's a good idea, mate. Yeah, I done myself. You need to get out there. Yeah, I done myself a fat to fit like portion plate. Because um, portions, mate, portions is such an important thing. And me and Matt were talking about this before. That um, me and Matt were talking about this before, where 
you 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 fill up a plate to the top, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. But portion plates would be so good, man, for people. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, like my portions used to be crazy. And you want to be better than that? I'll take twenty percent. Scouts and build. You can buy it and portion at the same time. <laughs> nah, if you put in there like what food goes in that portion? Yeah, yeah, they've got like that already. Like, oh, is it? Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys ahead of me, right? I'm in the scout. I was trying to get twenty percent. I'll take one percent at this point. I got my fingers in a few pies. <laughs> Not proper pies, by the way. Um, okay, good. Uh, what advice would you? I mean, you said it throughout the podcast, to be honest. But to summarise it, what overall advice would you give to people who are looking to go on a similar weight loss journey to yourself? Like I've said. You need to stay consistent. You need to get the motivation. You need to find your why, why you why you're doing it to start with, which will give you that motivation to do it. Then you need to, you know, create a discipline within that. Once you've got the discipline and your mind can see it, you can achieve it. You just need to stay consistent. You can't you can't give up after a couple of days or a couple of weeks because it's not going to happen that quick. Mm. I mean, you didn't put the weight on that quick, so you're not going to lose it that quick. Yeah. <laughs> you need to stay consistent and consistency is the key at the end of the day um, and you need to be honest with yourself and cut the bullshit excuses out yep. and get it done because yep. you can't keep coming up with those excuses because no, you're never going to get nowhere hear that 100% you don't and it's the same with me man um, some disabilities are out there where you can't help it but get moving but people look at me like bro how are you fucking still doing that it's mentality you have to do like we're gonna do sit there and say oh, i'm fucking i'm disabled what can i do you have to fight for it no definitely trust me so i don't agree with you for that as well yeah, like, no, i appreciate not, that man yeah so... no love for that brother um so yeah, the podcast so the podcast is called strength and struggle and i told matt that at the beginning on purpose um because what i like to do at the end of a podcast or towards the end is ask what does strength in struggle mean to you the strength in struggle. Yeah. I suppose uh, the strength would be when you're when you're at your lowest point, and when you're at breaking point, is having the having the courage and having the the fight and the drive to get back up and carry on. So no matter how many times you fall down, you get back up twice as many, and you keep on pushing, and you you know you never give up. That's my that's what I'd say would be my. Oh, I mean. <laughs> but look, Matt, it's been a pleasure. Um, anything else you want to throw out there, mate? You know, I just wanted to say about yourself. Like, I wanted yeah, to ask you, like... There we go. Dude, everyone always loves, loves asking me questions on my own fucking podcast. Okay. I just wanted to ask, like... Go ahead, ask as many questions as you yeah, want. I wanted to say, like, how how did you... How long... Like, when you... Your initial... When you first opened your eyes... Yeah. After you waking up, when you're going in thinking you've gone in there with flu or whatever, and you woke up and you realised that you'd lost an arm and a leg. Yeah. And your toes, I didn't realise that. Yeah. Like, what was your initial fault? So, um, the good thing is my arm and my toes were still intact when I woke up. So, when I woke up, uh, I was like a vegetable. I was confused, mate. Like, the drugs that I was on, I was on, I was in, name it, I was on it. So, when I woke up, everything was loopy. And the one thing I haven't mentioned is, like, for example, there was a clock in my room, my ICU room. The clock was on the left wall, right? So I would, I would just about be able to turn my head like that, right, and look around a bit. So when I used to look around at the clock, the clock looked like, I don't know if anyone's ever seen Alice in Wonderland, but in Alice in Wonderland, there's a clock where the number's like 12, the three's here, like six's here, nine's here, like one's there. Like the clock looked fucked. And I was like, what the... F and at one point, I go to my sister. They're trying to kill me. Like, they're trying to kill me. They're trying to save my life. I thought they were trying to kill me. But then when I actually found out that I'm going to be amputated, yeah, it was hard, man. Because at first, they were saying they're going to amputate my arm uh, below the elbow. So if I had below the elbow, I'll still have that bend. So if it was below the elbow, I was like, oh, I can handle that, right? I can still, I can still do bench press. Because gym was always a big thing for me yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I said, we'll see if we can save it. Like elbow, but the gangrene had gone so high they had said, No, we can't save the we can't save the arm, it has to go above elbow. So that was the hardest one for me. That when they said your arm's going above elbow, I was like, Fuck. I could hand the leg and the toes. I, I thought, yeah, look, I'll be get strong enough, I'll be able to walk. So my mentality the whole way through was like you gotta just keep like yourself, you gotta keep fighting. There's gonna be hurdles. Um but I can't just, like, this is what it is. I've got two kids like yourself, a nine-year-old and a two-year-old. And I was just like, mate, 
what I'm going to do is just sit and cry. My wife is banging, I'm punching like a kind of, I would never be able to pull a bell like that again. So I was like, no, I've got to fight for her as well. Because she, bless her, and that's the reason why I got her in the first pod, pod, podcast. Um, she had to deal with everything, man. My kids, the house finances, do you know what I mean? Everything was coming out of the bank still. The bank had to stop asking for money. So in my mind, it was like, get back to normal life and get helping again. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, well, it's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's uh, tough. Yeah. Now, what about, like, um, adapting to, adapt, like, adapting now, like, like around the house, everything, like, Yeah, everything's, like... A, everything's a process now. So whereas before, I would just get up and do something, now I've got to think, right, shit, how am I going to do this? Do you know what I mean? Like, for, for example, like, um, when I go to, to the toilet, for example, I'll give you an example, toilet, I've got to get in one chair, roll into the toilet, jump off, onto, onto, jump off. Like, you can't just go in, even a shower, I can't just go in and strip off and shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do everything step by step and make sure I don't fucking fall. <laughs> like, my worst fear is falling on the floor, having to get up again. Because it's not like before, where yeah, yeah, just, yeah. you pull your legs around, two arms down, get up. Yeah. Now I've got a thing wrong. I'm going to turn around, put my arm down. You'll understand this yeah, as a yeah, gym yeah. man. Turn around, put my arm down. My core is getting stronger. I'll be able to get, use my core, pull myself up, and then hold on to something, pull myself off the floor. So, yeah, we're getting there. So everything's a process now. Everything's yeah. a process. Yeah, no, yeah. But in terms of adapting, yeah, I want one step, literally, mind upon one step at a time, innit? <laughs> I can't use no I can't use no phrases no more. No, no. You know what I mean? One step at a time. You're pulling my fucking leg. Everyone Liam's the worst for it, mate. Ask him, fuck take the piss out of me every time. He's like, Yeah, clap your hands, mate. I'm like, yeah, fuck off you can. <laughs> but I'm taking I take it in my stride. Again, mind upon. But I take it in my stride now. I don't I don't overthink it, I don't cry about it. I have my down days. Um but then when I have my down days I find ways to get myself motivated again. No, that's no, great. I'm sure you have your down days. Oh, yeah, of course. Where, I mean, you don't want to go, there's days where you don't want to go to gym, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you yeah. Can't, and no matter how motivated you say you are, there's definitely going to be days where you can't be asked. Mm. You just get up and do it. They tend to be the best sessions, don't they? They, they, do, the they are the best sessions. We are angry. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, Got to yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you feel like, yeah, you yeah. Feel like you're going to go in there and just going to get in there and get it done and then they end up being like, one of the best sessions. Exactly. But Matt, you know, it's been an absolute pleasure meeting you. Um, like I said, guys, in terms of his branding, his socials, um, the lady, what was her name again? Uh, Hayley. Hayley's socials, I'll put that. If she's all right, I'll put her yeah, socials at the bottom as well. Fitness, yeah. Overall fitness, I'll put that at the bottom for you as well. Um, but yeah, man, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for coming on. And um, hope your journey continues. And I'll see you on the stage again soon. Hopefully that's something you're going to do again. Possibly. It's is possibly. It? it takes a lot out of the family, that's the problem. Is it? It's very selfish sport to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's been a pleasure, man. But um, 